these are these are functional foods and uh so the ingredients serve a purpose beyond mere nutrition and 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 that is critical and it really divides uh again they're, they're good guys bad guys in in terms of manufacturers don't apply here it's good product bad product for you and and again it, it could be bad or good for the next person so we're not going to throw any manufacturer under the bus and say, hey, they make a bad product. Um, it's up to you. Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dotches marmette We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hello and welcome to episode 143 of the Art of Living Well podcast. Today we just have a couple of quick announcements before we dive into the episode. It's officially fall and it's October. Halloween's going to be here before you know it, which means all that Halloween candy is going to be out tempting you. And then we have Thanksgiving, December holidays, which means lots of fun social gatherings, holiday traditions, sweets, alcohol, family, and more. And we're excited to kick off our third annual 30-Day Thrive During the Holiday Season program, which we created a couple years ago because we listen to you and we know that you want to go out and have fun and do all these great things during this time of year, but you still want to prioritize your health and well-being and you want to reduce your stress. You want to be mindful of the food and drinks that you're consuming. And We have this great group that we created, and it's going to be all with like-minded people. There's going to be um, lots of interactive group sessions. There'll be weekly announcements and recipes, challenges, some guided meditations, and really just support and accountability from not only Marnie and myself, but this amazing group of women who all want the same thing. They all want to thrive during the holiday season, enjoy it not wish it away, live in the moment, but then wake up at the end of December still feeling great that you, you know, for the most part, held true to your health goals and your vision for your life come 2023. So we'd love to have you join this program. Click the link in our show notes, you know, share it with a family or friend or neighbor or anyone else who you think would be interested in joining this amazing group of women. And then the second announcement is just in case you hadn't heard, we started a new podcast format that we drop monthly. It's called the Health Transformation Audit, and it's where we bring you, our community members, onto the show for a 15-minute experience where we guide you to identify what's holding you back from achieving your ideal health and wellness journey. And so we'll analyze together with you so that you can walk away at the end of this 15 minutes with a tangible action step to implement immediately. As integrative health practitioners and health coaches, we love doing this kind of work. We've had several community members on our show so far, and we'd love to have you join us. So click the link in our show notes or head on over to our website to sign up, which is theartoflivingwell.us, and we look forward to meeting with you soon. And now let's welcome today's amazing guest, Adam Southam. Adam is a broad-based strategic thinker with more than 35 years of leadership, innovation, strategy, invention, business startup, branding, and marketing excellence. He has conceived several patented and patent-pending inventions related to the functional and prevention of medicine, health, wellness, broadcast media, and more. In today's episode, you're going to hear Adam's amazing health journey and how Using a specific book that was recommended from his doctor, he lowered his significantly high triglyceride levels to normal within just 90 days. He did this by making relatively small changes to his food and supplements. It was after this single routine checkup, which changed Adam's life. 
that inspired him to create the Go No app. He's going to dive into all the details of this in the episode, but it's a revolutionary app that will personalize medicine for the masses. This Go No Food Finder takes the tedious task of reading product labels and replaces it with a simple speedy scan of a product barcode, something that you and your kids can easily do. You're going to learn in today's episode what functional food is and how it differs from simply nutritional food. You'll learn about the upcoming phases of the Go No app, which will include personalized recipes and even their own store where you can buy products. For those of you who live in communities where some of these healthier foods are not readily available and that everyone really needs to understand that their health and nutrition needs are are unique and there's no single solution. And that's why using this app really helps take the guesswork out of what we should be eating for our specific needs and our goals. And it really will help uncover what's the right dietary and nutrition combination that works for you because we're all complex and wellness is complex and nutrition is complex. And we often make food and beverage decisions based on what others are doing or what we hear or see on social media. So um, with that, let's jump right into this super enlightening and inspiring conversation with Adam Southam. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, Shield Your Body. Shield Your Body is a company that makes products to shield your body against electromagnetic frequency, or EMF radiation, from modern technology. Did you know that all modern technology is a source of EMF radiation? Cell phones, laptops, Wi-Fi, even your refrigerator is a source of EMF radiation. And each year, we are exposed to more and more EMFs. There are literally thousands of high-quality, peer-reviewed scientific studies demonstrating clear links between exposure to EMF radiation and a wide range of negative health effects, from anxiety and infertility to sleep disruption and cancer. Fortunately, there are easy ways that you can reduce your EMF exposure right now that cost you absolutely nothing. After reading the Shield Your Body Guide, I stopped using my AirPods something I used daily for hours sometimes and have switched back to the old school wired headphones. And for me, after reading the Shield Your Body Guide, I really put my foot down and insisted that my kids keep their cell phones and their laptops out of their bedrooms at night while they were sleeping. And I've been working on Jordan as well. And I think after reading the guide and listening to our podcast, he has finally agreed to do that. So download your copy of a free guide at shieldyourbody.com to start improving your health right now. And be sure to check out our episode number 123 with R. Blank, CEO of Shield Your Body. Hi, Adam. Marty and I are really excited to have you on our show today. We met very recently at a United Way dinner that I attended with my husband and serendipitously, we were seated, seated next to each other. And within a few minutes, I... you. I knew you had to come on our show. You had started sharing with me your latest business, and then you mentioned the words, food is medicine. And I was like, oh, you're you're speaking my language. So Marty and I just love connecting with like-minded people in the health and wellness space who have dedicated their lives to really bettering the lives of others. So thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you. So Adam, everyone has a story, and we would love for you to share your journey in a nutshell, including your health journey and how your life's work has culminated to creating a solution to improve human health and really provide tailored recommendations to enable people to use food as medicine. Uh, So about a decade ago, I went to my doctor uh, for a life insurance uh, test and uh, had had to uh, get all sorts of blood work. and, And they found out that I have um, hyperlipidemia, which is um, high triglycerides, but my triglycerides were 1,830, whereas the maximum was supposed to be uh, uh, no more than 150. Anyway, cutting to the chase, I was given a uh, cardiologist because this was, uh, you know, I was told I was going to die fairly soon. Um, and she prescribed me a book. Um, and from that book, I learned very quickly that I was just eating the wrong foods and that by adapting uh, my, my dietary intake with some really simple stuff, 
um, then then I was able to bring my triglycerides down to um, uh, the the high two hundreds, um, and then with some uh, fish oil and and niacin, et cetera, I was able to bring it all in, into normal range. So the moral of the story was I learned um, I learned firsthand food is medicine, uh, and 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 from that I worked with a bunch of doctors to uh, and we developed an algorithm that. Uh, that, that solves the problem of what one should eat. This is personalized precision medicine. That's pretty amazing that your doctor had the foresight to give you a book because I, I don't hear about that kind of thing often. I'm really curious if that is the norm for your doctor, if it's just a normal MD that you saw, or if you saw like a functional medicine doctor or, or yeah. Anyway, I just think it's awesome that you that your doctor did that, and then you went and took your health into your own hands. Yeah. So this uh, this physician is uh, a cardiologist, and she is a interventional integrative cardiologist, and so she's part of um, several organizations. Obviously, the American College of Cardiology, um, and and several integrative and alternative. And her practice and her life has been dedicated to um, preventing and treating with food as medicine prior to prescribing drugs. Again, you're having a heart attack. We're not going to give you a banana. Um, it's, it, you, <laughs> you, need, you need the drugs. Um, but, but if you're years away from that um, and, and, and you can do something, then, then why not uh, prevent it? And, and this should be the standard. The challenge is that um, your your everyday general practitioner is is really a, tra a traffic uh, officer or a concierge who has enough information to deal with whatever is normal. Now, the great news here is that my GP was wise enough to stay the heck away from me. He said, "You're you're way out there, and I'm not going to even attempt." So it starts with with the the concierge or you know your general practitioner, your family doctor, and making sure that they don't overstep overstep the bounds of their expertise. And their expertise is really you know the everyday stuff. But if there's something weird, then go to the specialist. You would never go to a podiatrist for eye surgery. Um, yet they're both highly specialized uh, disciplines in medicine. So so yes, this is what. Uh, what is essential today in, in the world is to ask questions as a patient, ask questions and, and, and find the specialists. Uh, yeah. So I was, I was very lucky and, and we hope to help uh, teach um, this kind of thought to uh, millions and millions and millions of people is, um, you know, ask questions, uh, listen carefully um, and, uh, and, and, and get multiple opinions on the matter and then make an educated decision yourself, um, and, and take it from there. Well, that's great advice, Adam, for our listeners who many of whom I'm sure have, or will find themselves in similar situations to you. And before we dive in and really get into this new app you've created, I I'm curious, you know, I know you're an athlete and so you weren't the stereotypical person of someone with high triglycerides and extremely high. I've never even heard of anyone, right? Um, in that in that range that you had. So what, I mean, I'm just, I'm curious what brought you in to the doctor, or I guess it was just this checkup, like you said. So you yeah. didn't have any symptoms or, you know, a lot of times people look at someone on the outside and say, oh, well, you know, maybe it's their BMI or other factors. You didn't have any of those. No, I did but not. And I think uh, sometimes we tend to make assumptions about based on, you know, what someone's eating or how someone's looks or how someone, how athletic someone is, but it happened to you, I guess is my point. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think that this is a really good point. I mean, um, my, my six pack is down to a four pack because of COVID, but I'll get it back. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and I'm not talking beer. Um, but the how you look on the outside, it has nothing to do with what's going on in the walls of your arteries and veins. And endothelial health, 
a, a big word for the walls of your arteries and veins is is the critical matter here with respect to heart disease. Um, and and triglycerides in particular, we're getting a little techie here, are are the builders of plaque. And so people may say, gee, you've got HDL, you've got LDL, your ratio is terrible. Um, my ratio is great, but my triglycerides are out of whack. And and there are people with terrible ratios. In fact, there are continents. Um, the, the Asians have some really bad cholesterol, and yet they don't have heart disease like we do. So the, 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 this leads me to, again, another teaching point that we're going to try to accomplish in the app is you have to understand that you are your own little weird chemistry experiment and that nobody on the planet is the same as you. There are people who, as a group, might be a cohort or, or you know, as, as a group of people with similar conditions, um, but you're really unique in, in as much as you are unique in the way you look and you talk and you walk and you think. Um, you're just as unique on the inside. And, and so we have to all as humanity needs to learn how to, to tinker with this stuff. Now, tinker responsibly, you know, do, do your own testing and your own observation of yourself and then seek the professionals. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it, it, it's well, I'll take well. it there. Yeah. And I think your story is inspiring because you mentioned that you just had to make some small tweaks to your diet and then you added fish oil and you took your triglyceride levels from extremely high. Like you said, about ready to, you know, your doctors kind of said you're going to die soon to now being normal. And is it correct in saying that you don't, are you not on any medication to manage it? You're purely managing it with food. And so. Yeah. So, so the, the change here's the big here's the big question here um is how difficult is it right and and the answer is for me uh you know i was given three to five years to live if i didn't do something about this the changes were simple i went from eating white potatoes to eating purple yams um could eat yellow yams but i really love the purple yams i stopped eating white rice and started eating wild rice um, I made sure that the products that I bought uh, don't have added sugar. Not a problem with the sugar that's in it. Um, but I did used to drink, you know, three, four, or five glasses of juice, whether it be pomegranate, orange, et cetera. And that's too much. Um, so I just cut it back. But I've got to tell you that, that you know, the, the book took, uh, the book that I read, which is um, Eat Yourself Slim by Michael Montagnac, uh, who was a predecessor and colleague of uh, Atkins, you know, it, it just taught how to eat the right carbos for someone who is, um, who, who has high triglycerides, metabolic syndrome, pre-diabetic, diabetic, etc. And, and it's just not that hard. So bananas are a no-no for me. Well, I, you know, I like bananas, but I can live without them. And, and carrots uh, cooked are really bad for me. Carrots raw are fine. Well, you know, there, there's 50 other vegetables that I love. I can do without cooked carrots. Um, yeah, broccoli and Brussels sprouts and asparagus are just fine. So the, the moral of the story here is this just isn't that difficult, but it's confusing. And, and, and that's the key. There are so many opinions out there. And the problem is, is, is that the opinions get mired in between um, you know, is this an opinion? Is it fact? Is it fiction? And all of the above are out there. But a lot of the opinions are good opinions. It's just that they may not apply to you. And so there are lots of highly respectable doctors who um, have opinions. And, and for the cohort that they're referencing, it does make sense. Um, again, this comes back to tinkering. Make sure you're asking your physician the right question um, and, that relates to you as that individual uh, science experiment that you are. So I think that's wonderful advice. And I think Stephanie and I um, talk about this a lot on the show about figuring it like bio-individuality, figuring out what works for you and what works for me may not work for you and it may not work for Stephanie. And really, like you said, tinkering with your own health in a safe way. So I'm guessing that this experience for you inspired you to go down the road of creating your app. And we really want to dive into this app and talk about the Go No app, which is what you've created. And can you explain to our listeners 
and us, you know, what it is and how it can be used to change behaviors and habits and ultimately improve one's health. Absolutely. So I'll start with the super simple and we may not even go any further than that. Um, a little background, the app took uh, 10 years to develop and, and one might say, well, wow, that's a long time. Um, and it is a long time, but by the way, not many companies or real solutions were created uh, in, in a short period of time. So there's an algorithm behind the app that, that determines effectiveness of ingredients um, in the prevention or treatment of disease or the pursuit of a wellness goal. Okay, so that's the, the techie, medi stuff. Um, the way you use the app is you download it from the Apple or Android store or from our website. And, uh, and again, just, just Google GoNo um, or in your app store, you just go to GoNo. And, and you download it and it uh, asks you to register and, and you choose the conditions or goals um, that you have. Now, um, I am not diabetic, but I check off the diabetic button because I don't want to be diabetic. And, and so by um, selecting conditions that I might have a propensity for that I want to avoid is the same thing. You know, the treatment and the prevention are often the same thing. So anyway, step one, download the app. Step two, choose your conditions and goals. Step three, go to a product in a grocery store or your kitchen and scan the UPC code. Uh, the UPC code is the barcode that just about every product has on it these days. And that will cause um, our, our algorithm to go and look for all of the data behind that particular product, cross-reference it, with the conditions and goals you've chosen, and it will give you a grading. Um, it'll give you an answer, I'm sorry, of go or no. So go, go ahead and need it. No, hell no, <laughs> don't do it. Run, Forrest, run. <laughs> um, so <laughs> anyway, uh, if you wanna do a deep dive, and, and, and you know, we really hope that people will do this, beside the go or no rating, it says, do you wanna know why? Now, this is where we get to teach people who want to learn exactly what is it about this product that is good or bad for them. Um, and, and, and so they can click on the want to know why button and they can get a detailed, what we call a scorecard, a report card um, of, of letter gradings for each ingredient that is good or bad for you um, for that particular product. You know, some products have four ingredients in them. Uh, Lara bars, I think, have five ingredients in them. Uh, hint, uh, pineapple water has, you know, two ingredients in it, water and a hint of pineapple. And some of them have 50, 60, 70 ingredients. So we look at all those ingredients. Now, there are ingredients in there that are basically inert. They're, they're inert for your condition. Now, I want to stress this, that this is that this rating, this grading, these, these recommendations are based upon the boxes you choose or the conditions or goals you chose. So you change them around, a product that is good for you uh, with certain conditions can be bad for you with other conditions. So it's very important that you're, you're very truthful in, in, in selecting your conditions. And your conditions, by the way, are um, you, you, you choose them because your doctor has told you you have them or uh, that that's A or um, you have some strong reason to believe that you might be a candidate. So both of my parents, this is not the case, but if both of my parents died at 50 from heart disease, I might want to check heart disease off just to make sure that I was eating to prevent the disease from happening. So can I interrupt you for a second? So with, is it possible that like weight loss, is that a condition? <laughs> Yeah, weight weight loss is a desire. <laughs> okay, so so it's not a condition. It it is. I'm just I'm just playing. Okay. So obesity is a condition, um, and and this is a great uh, question because it, it, conditions and goals are really closely related. So obesity, morbid obesity, um, are medical conditions. Losing weight is a wellness goal. Um, Preventing one and treating the other are very, uh, aside from you want to you 
aspire to lose weight with and use drugs for it, uh, pharmaceuticals. Um, but but they're very closely related. So yes, in our app, if you were morbidly obese and obese, um, <laughs> it's a new it's a new condition. You're morbidly obese anyway. Um, <laughs> the, the, if you're morbidly obese, then then you would check that up. Some people don't want to check that box. Some people don't want to admit that they're morbidly obese. And by the way, some people really aren't. So my weight to height to body mass ratio makes me morbidly obese through BMI, which is why we don't talk about BMI so much anymore. We talk about your fat ratio. How much fat have you got in your body? Because there's BMI gets all gets gets a little weird. Um, anyway, but but back to the core question: uh, whether you check, I want to lose weight and I want to gain lean muscle mass, or you check, um, I've got or don't want to be morbidly obese. Um, then the results are going to be the same in terms of the foods that are recommended. Um, most of the time, I mean, there are some small variances between. Um, um, treating a disease and, and preventing it. But certainly the, the important part here is uh, preventing it takes a lot less effort. And let's talk type 2 diabetes for a second. Um, you know, the effort to prevent yourself from becoming type 2 diabetic is much lesser. It's a quarter to a fifth of the effort that it will take to turn that around. Um, and it is a tipping point. You go over the top of that hill and and now it's all downhill, not in a good way. So going back to your steps, um, you you know you get the no, you get the no go, you get the why. Um, then presumably, let's say you get the no, you know, and you does it suggest other things you can eat in its place, or you just know you can't eat that food and you move on to the next thing. Oh, you're read ahead in the script. Yes. So, <laughs> so, so yes, or, or you tried the app. Help. But um, so when, once you press the, the button, sorry, once you scan a product, it will show you products um, that are, uh, you know, whether it's go or no, it will show you alternative products. So you scan a cereal and it says, and, it, and it's, you, you know, you've got heart disease, you scan a cereal and it says, no, it's going to show you at least eight other choices that are go. So it does make an alternative uh, recommendation. At the same time, you scan a cereal that it's good, but it's not great. It's also going to show you the best possible cereals uh, for that particular condition set. Now, again, cereal A might be good for you and bad for your next door neighbor. Um, and, and to just continue this, going back to the I want to know more button, when you click on that, you get the report card. The report card lists every ingredient with A through F, just like uh, just like college, just like high school. And, and those grades, we won't get into how they're derived, but they're derived by uh, ultimately a, a formulary panel um, and, and about 530 doctors who are um, uh, not related to us or to any of the studies. So they're peer-reviewed double, triple blind, and, and, and large numbers of participants in the studies. And then, they're, again, they're reviewed by somebody else. Um, and one of the rules of the study is you can't pay, uh, you, you know, so there, there's rules. And one of them is you, you can't buy your way into the stuff. So it's all highly, highly unbiased. Um, anyway, back, back to the grade. You can click on the grade for the condition and the ingredient, and you can actually follow the bouncing ball to the actual study. So if you really want to know where this all came from, you can go all the way down to, and uh, the National Institute of Health has a website called PubMed, and PubMed has uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of clinical studies, and, and, and our app eventually takes you there and references so that you know that there's a basis uh, for, for the recommendation we've made. Um, and by the way, it's actually not our recommendation. So th this is kind of the unique thing here is that, that we're not making a recommendation. We're telling you that here's a study on an ingredient for a condition that you have. Here's a product that contains that ingredient. Okay. And we put that all together. And, and so we're, we're kind of like the world's best medical 
<laughs> food uh, search engine. I don't want to use the word Google. I'll get sued. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, this is so amazing, Adam, because one, it's like, you know, the doctors give you a condition, let's say, in your in your case, or someone's pre-diabetic, and then they leave the doctor's office and they're like, well, now what do I do? How can I take food and try to make it medicine for me? And you've like synthesized it all in this app. And by the way, you have doctors that are, you know, unbiased that are not associated or have any link to your product who are providing the input and the clinical studies. Like you really can't get any more detailed than that for the people that want it. And not everyone wants that information, but there are a lot of people that want to see there's some science base to this recommendation, right? Which I understand that's why it took 10 years to probably develop the app, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 10 years of 91-hour weeks um, for a lot of people. So, well, and I'm assuming you're continually updating it too. Yes, and, and that is a great assumption. So new clinical research comes out every day. Um, we do a, a global update quarterly um, because the thing about research is, you know, <laughs> this, this stuff does not change rapidly. The difference between three months and, and years is, is not a lot. Um, and, and most of the studies have gone on for, you know, years, sometimes decades. So the findings are, are you know, aggregated. But um, we update the studies on a continual basis. Something new comes out, we add it. There's a minimum length of time, minimum number of, uh, of participants in the study. Again, the study can't be paid for anyone who's related to it. Um, and, and et cetera. Um, at the same time, we're updating the database of products. We've got about a half a million products in the database now. Uh, so when you walk into the Whole Foods store, you uh, will probably get six or seven out of 10 products have been graded. By the end of the year, they'll all be there. Uh, to give you context, in a Whole Foods store, you might have 25,000 products. So we've got you know, 20 times that at, uh, at half a million, but there are still, you know, that you, you can, you can scan a can of Coke that was made for that store and, and sent to that store and the UPC for that can of Coke, even though, you know, that can of Coke is a can of Coke isn't in our system yet. Um, and that's, that's, uh, that's this, the subject of a very boring podcast that you don't want to hear. <laughs> We'll leave that for another another podcast show, right? Yeah. <laughs> so can you dive in and talk a little bit about how, like I know doctors and insurance companies, right, are buying the app for their patients or, I mean, obviously an individual, and we can walk through that, you know, an individual can download the app as you already mentioned, but broadly, you know, in, in able to get this information out there to more people, can you talk a little bit about that, that network? Yeah, so you can get the app online, as I mentioned earlier. Um, and uh, I'm just looking for a pen here. Uh, you can get that online, but you can also get it, and, and we encourage you to ask for it from your health insurance company, from your life insurance company, from your grocery store. Um, now, the app just, uh, you know, after 10 plus years of development, came online February 14th of this year. And, and so it will be several years before uh, we have all insurance companies uh, covering this thing. But they'll buy it from us and give it to you as, uh, as a way of um, helping you with your health. And, and again, prevention uh, saves everybody a lot of money. Um, well, the insurance companies are often vilified. Uh, you know, they really are on our side because when when they save money, when we save money, when we're healthier, they 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 make more money, and and it's not the opposite. Um, that being said, uh, your employer might also offer our product, and uh, and and if they don't, just ask them to call us up and get them to buy it for you and all of your all of your uh, um, mates mates <laughs> your your corporate mates <laughs> your teammates your oh thank you thank you yes <laughs> literary. Uh, Literary hiccup here, your mates. <laughs> we can be in England for the day. <laughs> right. Tell you exactly. we're, we're, we're going to go and see our mates. And mates are women or men, and, you know, just for clarity. 
Can you share like a success story since you've rolled out the app? Um, like someone that, you know, has had a impact on or a company, whatever, any kind of success story? Yeah, so it, it's a great question. And we don't, so because of HIPAA rules, uh, we can't mention, of course, anyone in particular. I, I can't even talk about myself, but I will. Um, <laughs> but but yes, there are cohorts or groups of people who have seen the success. So the app's only been out, what is it, February to July, so that's five months, right? Um, but we're starting to see uh, what we'll call actuarial numbers in, in, in respondents. So where, uh, where physicians are recommending this and, and, uh, and, and so you walk into your doctor's office and he says, Hey Susie, you know, you're on the edge of type two diabetes, you're pre you're pre-diabetic, which means you're in real trouble. And you've got a couple of choices. You can you can change your 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 ways, or you can you know expect a, a life of really a very miserable disease. Here's an app that can help you. And and, and then Susie gets her blood work done, uh, and and then a year later when Susie comes back, um, we we take they the doctor will take an analysis of of how things have changed. So all of that data eventually makes it into our world. Looking at the last five months, we don't have a lot of uh, a, a lot of individual cases we can point to, um, but in in groups, we're seeing you know low improvement of HDL LDL improvement of, uh, of of cholesterol, and you can really see this in as little as ninety days versus um, seeing a a dermatological result in in that period of time is hard to do. But the, the uh, high cholesterol, um, hypertension, um, hyperlipidemia, the triglycerides are all things that, that you can really affect quite dramatically in 90 days, um, as I did taking it from uh, 1830 down to the, uh, again, eventually to, to under 200 in 180 days. Yeah, wow. That's amazing because those are the types of conditions that a lot of times people will just go on to a statin, you know, go on to some sort of pharmaceutical. And like you said, not that those aren't needed at some points when you're having a heart attack or, you know, in that acute care need, but using food as medicine, I know you talk a lot, Adam, about like functional food and the role that is, and maybe even for our listeners, just what is functional food? Because yeah, that's, that's really a, sort of the foundation of this app and using food as medicine. Yeah, that's a really important question. So thank you so much, Stephanie, for asking it. Um, <clears throat> functional food is food that does more than mere nutrition. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Functional food is food that does more than mere nutrition. So you have to listen to that statement and think about it a little bit. What's mere nutrition? Well, mere nutrition is it, it provides you the sustenance needed to live, which includes vitamins, minerals, proteins, carbohydrates, fats, etc. But if a food is functional, it does more than that. So the example is salmon, right? And, and, and there's thousands of functional foods, by the way. But salmon, if you have high cholesterol or high triglycerides, salmon fortunately contains fish oil. I, at least I hope it still does. Uh, and, and, and the fish oil in salmon is clinically proven to reduce, uh, your, which means most people's, okay. And we'll talk about, we'll talk about probability and efficacy in a second. Um, but, but to reduce most people's cholesterol. So eating salmon is functional for someone who wants to reduce their cholesterol. Now, if, if the interesting thing here is that if you don't have a cholesterol problem at all, salmon will probably still reduce your cholesterol. But technically, it's not functional for you. And, and, and this is the really important thing. And the thing that is essential that people understand is that this is all about you. It's called precision medicine. It's very highly personalized. Um, and, and functional food is relevant to you. So um, there, there, there are lots of bad foods out there that are not functional for anyone. Uh, but we won't even go down that path because we're focusing on the positive and accentuating uh, it. Okay, that make that makes that makes sense, and that's what the app is doing when you put in these conditions. 
Yes, these are these are functional foods, and uh, so the ingredients serve a purpose beyond mere nutrition, and 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 that is critical. And it really divides uh, again. They're, they're good guys, bad guys, in in terms of manufacturers don't apply here. It's good product, bad product mm-hmm. for you, and and again. It could be bad or good for the next person. So we're not going to throw any manufacturer under the bus and say, hey, they make a bad product. Um, it's up to you. And a good example, by the way, is there are hundreds of frozen pizzas out there now. I believe it's 400, probably more. And if we can get the person who is overweight, who has multiple conditions or comorbidities, as we say in medicine, to change from, I think it's 452, so we'll just go with this, from worst pizza number 452 to worst pizza 252, that can make a dramatic change in their health. And then, if, and, and taste exactly the same, probably tastes better, honestly. And then if they eventually go to best pizza number 64, well, this is a huge thing. We're not asking people to stop eating pizza. If you want to tackle life, uh, grabbing the ball by the horns and you, and you want to go after it, please go after it. But the beauty of the app is it allows everybody to. So improve. I have a question about that. So, so in terms of brand standards, um, what I'm hearing from you is you don't necessarily look at a brand and say, okay, they're not using Igor, in organic ingredients. They're, you know, I don't care if they're using dye, dye, whatever. And, all these additives and whatever, you're just ranking them lower on the list of go. Is that, am I understanding that right? Well, there's clear no's, um, but, but there's, you know, bad words. (laughs) (laughs) So so it's not really about that per se in terms of, or is it? Here's the important thing. So two points. and, And I love the question. And two points. One is is that we don't pay any attention to who the manufacturer is. We're looking strictly at the ingredient list. We're blind to the manufacturer. The efficacy engine, which is the the tool that does the work behind the app, um, doesn't know whether this is uh, Mama Leone's uh, homemade lasagna uh, in downtown New York City or um, Stouffer's or Pepsi's or or whatever. It doesn't know that. It doesn't. It has. It has no bias whatsoever for brand. Um, yes, if you put uh, bad things in your product, it's going to give you a negative. Uh, and, and, and and that n- never changed. That can't even be tampered with. Um, but you could have a whole bunch of ingredients that, you know, they're, they're not terrible. They're not good. Uh, and, and, and you can opt into the better options around okay. that. Sugar is an interesting uh-huh. one because it's not sugar that's bad. It's the amount of sugar that's bad. Uh, and, and, but yeah, when we start talking synthetic products and dyes and things that, that, that have, uh, really some negative effects, then, 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 uh, that's a, a different story. And, you know, the app analyzes efficacy so we focus on efficacy we're not calorie counting we're not fit fitting uh-huh. we're not weighing in none of those uh-huh. things is the food good or bad for you now if it contains ingredients that are carcinogenic as an example it, it's going to be clearly bad and we're, we're going to give it a bad rating but perhaps it's um uh you know high in sugar high in natural sugar well this is a good example where for someone who isn't diabetic and doesn't have any sort of uh, endothelial or heart uh, issues, maybe that's just fine. I've got friends who eat a ton of sugar and they are in perfect health. Um, but, but for someone who has a different issue, then what we need to do is, is they can say, hey, I'm, I'm, uh, I've, got, uh, I've got high cholesterol, or I've got hypertension, I've got high blood pressure, and I just don't want to eat as much sugar. So they can check additional boxes in the app that say, okay, check the box for high cholesterol, um, check the goal of uh, gaining lean, lean muscle mass, and check the filter that says, I want to lower my sugar. 
Um, there are a whole bunch of filters that that come out this fall, over a hundred actually, and different diets, different preferences. But but their preferences. There's a kosher filter. Well, you know, I'll tell you, when I'm buying pickles, I will only buy kosher pickles because they're the best. And uh, and, and and it doesn't matter what my religious beliefs are. Um, that's just uh, my personal opinion. My tongue says they're the yeah. best. So it's just very like it's very personalized. <laughs> Um, and certain products are kind of always going to be bad because of the ingredients if they're carcinogenic, et cetera. And then others are, depending on your goals and your conditions, maybe okay, not the best necessarily, but sort of fall in the middle range potentially. I so I, and I have one more question about that. Right. So if a person wants to use your app, let's say they're fairly healthy, they don't really have any, you know, crazy, you know, pre-diabetes or hypertension or any of that and they just but they still want the the knowledge and the information on the foods is that where they're putting in then their wellness goals like maybe I want to eat less sugar or whatever whatever the options would be they're still getting the personalized information am I understanding that right you have got it very clearly um yes the wellness goals and and today in the app there's a couple of dozen, but uh, when we finish rolling out the whole app and in the next uh, 12 months, there's over 300. But an example of a wellness goal is better dexterity, better dexterity, um, uh, flexibility, um, better sleep, and uh, gain lean muscle mass, lose fat, um, uh, pain management, et cetera. So, you know, I want to manage my pain before it happens because I don't want to take a painkiller. I want to solve the problem and advance that. Uh, a painkiller, um, you know, solves the problem once you've got it or, or doesn't solve it, but um, covers it up. So, uh, and, and, and clearly we need painkillers in, in a lot of situations. Uh, so, so, yes, the wellness goals for the person who They've got nothing wrong with them. And, and I've got some friends who really annoy me that are <laughs> those, those, those are my friends. There's nothing wrong with them. And it's like, well, you're just annoying, but here's what you can do with the app. Uh, and then you look into your hereditary uh, background and, and if mom died of cancer and, you know, if mom died of cancer at 101, I don't think you have to worry about it, but if mom died of cancer at 32, then yeah. you better watch out. Well, this is so cool. I'm excited. So cool. And I know you have other phases planned, Adam, and I know we're starting to get towards the end of our conversation, but could you briefly touch on, you know, why not you can shop, I think for food and supplements on your website, which I know that's sometimes like, okay, now I know I can't buy, I shouldn't buy this product because I'm pre-diabetic or I want to reduce my sugar and stabilized blood sugar, but what do I buy? So you've done a lot of the guesswork or maybe that's part of the next phase as far as taking it one step further. And then also maybe if you can talk about the, 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 the menus and the recipes and things that are again down the road, because I think that really helps people with, okay, I know what I need to do, but now how can you simplify that next step for people? Yeah, you know, there, there's it, it's fun being uh, I coined myself as a mad scientist, but it, it it this is so much fun creating things that help people. I can't even begin to tell you. Um, so the the app analyzes an ingredient list. And what is a box of cereal? Um, well, a box of cereal is a recipe that a manufacturer made using ingredients. Well, guess what? Betty Crocker, uh, et cetera, there are over 5 million recipes out there and they contain ingredient lists and the ingredient list will dictate the effectiveness of the recipe uh, relative to your conditions or goals. So sometime in the next, uh, yeah, it could happen this year, but certainly early next year, we're adding 5 million recipes. So you'll be able to, to say, hey, I want to uh, have chicken cardin blue tonight. I've got hypertension and high cholesterol. Find a recipe that that works uh, for those conditions. Um, and and before that even happens is actually restaurant menu items. So all of the chain restaurants in America have published their uh, their menu items and their ingredients. 
and even some regional smaller uh, smaller changes, you know, chains, uh, six, 10 um, locations of a restaurant, some individual restaurants. Eventually, we, we hope that everybody will do this. All of this information is out in the public, by the way. Um, you just have to know where to find it. And that part's, that part's pretty tricky. So one of the favorite things and that, that, that I love is, is that as we get in, as we get more information about you as a user, we'll be able to make some really great recommendations. Here's the fact. I've eaten the same bowl of cereal. Um, I use kind granola. I have blueberries, blueberries, uh, whatever, strawberries and, and, and raspberries. And, and I throw some chia seed and some other ingredients on it every day for the last 10 years. Oh, and, and Jabani passion fruit yogurt. That is some good stuff. Um, and anyway, and no, I don't own any Chobani uh, stock. But, but, but I've been having that uh, for years and years and years and years. And, and I have tried um, probably 100 iterations and combinations. And I keep on coming back to it because my tongue <laughs> loves it. But, um, and, and, and there's no, no debating what your tongue loves. You know, it, it just doesn't matter. It, it is always right. Um, and, and, but, but what is exciting about our app is that as you, you start to build um, data around what you're buying and what you're eating, especially when we get into the recipe section, we'll be able to make rest recommendations that say, hey, because you like chia and because you like kind and because you like passion fruit, here are 10 other products that have the same taste profile. Nobody has ever done this at this degree. So, you know, that that's a couple of years away, um, but it's on the roadmap today. And, uh, and, and the only way you can do it is if you really understand what people buy, what people eat, what people make. Um, so our app will be something that, that you'll use Initially, you know, you'll use it when you shop, but then, yeah, yeah. And in terms of our store, so we really downplay this because um, this is, this is a short lived piece of our solution that if you can't find a good product uh, in your store, then, then you can buy it from our store and we have 75,000 products. Now, this is more important in rural areas and, and of course, food deserts, et cetera, where there is no store. Um, if you're in downtown New York or Minneapolis or San Diego or Chicago, um, it's about going to the right store. But even then, you have to shop at multiple stores. I shop at five different stores. And, you know, guess what? <laughs> I own a store. <laughs> well, my shareholders do, at least. And, and I still shop at five different stores because, you know, I've got to have that passion fruit yogurt. And, uh, and, 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 and so for the person who wants something right now, they're going to find it on the shelf in the store. But if you're in the store and you scanned a cereal and you don't need it today, uh, and they don't have it in the store, it's easier. It's easy to order it from us and have it on your doorstep in two days. Um, again, this is a very small part of our business. Uh, there are no promotional, I mean, the efficacy engine, the algorithm, the GoNo app cannot be influenced. Uh, we don't care what you buy. We don't care if you buy it from us. Um, and, and, and so that's essential. But it is a resource for the time. Probably the more interesting part about that is that uh, we're working on a program and uh, hope to have it launched this year for people who do not have the financial wherewithal to shop at Whole Foods and uh, and are part of the SNAP system, and and so we've made application to SNAP <clears throat> to um, get use of their database so that someone can prove they're part of the SNAP system. We will sell them food at our cost um, if they're in the SNAP system, and and that way they'll have access to really great foods at uh, the cost of uh, crappy food retail. So. Um, that that's part of our philanthropic that is amazing. mission. Like that's Truly. really where, uh, yes. And the food deserts, like you mentioned, um, and, and that's part of the issue, you know, a lot, for a lot of people it's eating quote healthy is, it can be very expensive, especially when you don't know how to shop and you don't have access to the right foods and it's overwhelming and it's confusing. And so you're really trying to make healthy foods 
available, make food that can be medicine for people available to the masses. Because at the end of the day, you know, Marnie and I very much believe um, that being healthy and living well is your birthright. And it shouldn't matter your financial means, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, there is a misnomer that, that I want to touch on. So everything is in context and we're a very fast moving society. There's a lot of complexities to what we do and, and spending four hours making dinner is not something that many people have time uh, on budget or anything else to do. The, um, the, the Harvard School of Public Health and the Culinary Institute of America started a joint venture 15 years ago. And uh, it's called Healthy Kitchens, Healthy Lives. And you can Google that and find their website. And, and here's the exciting thing about their mission here. First of all, they, they bring a whole bunch of doctors, scientists, and uh, chefs together. And they teach the chefs how to cook healthier. And they teach the doctors how to cook at all. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, here, here's one of the great outcomes and missions of this organization is is to be able to make uh, hundreds, I think there are over 250 recipes right now that a family of four can make for under $20 that is nutritious, delicious, sustainable, local, efficacious, effective. Uh, and, and again, yeah, I mean, this this is, is, is the reality. Now, it's hard to do for yourself and it's hard to get the family of four together to, together to eat. But the reality is, is, is that, that you can do these things. And so, and you can do it without having, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the whole foods budget. Um, so I, I, I want to make sure that people understand that, that good food can be had and it is available. Uh, food deserts are obviously a different, different deal, but, but it, it does take work. There's a trade-off in your time and your commitment and, and your mindfulness, yeah, I know, Adam, that's something that you're that you're passionate about and that you personally, I think, have been involved with, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I have. And and uh, uh, just to talk about a gentleman there, uh, Dr. David Eisenberg, um, you know, he is one of the most remarkable additions to um, the planet when it comes to food as medicine and, and extending this mission because here's the worst thing I'm going to have to say to you today is that 80%, give or take, of chronic disease is caused by food. We're talking about $3 trillion a year that we as a society in America are spending, are throwing away. Okay. We're throwing away that money. And hey, I'm just okay if we just split that up across the 350 million people. That'd be a nice check to get, but there's a better side effect than that. How about not being sick? How about working not more, mm-hmm. but more effectively? Wouldn't a 25 hour work week be better than a 40 hour dredge week? So health and wellness has so many implications and, and we're short-sighted if we don't pay attention to this. Now, in the last five years, I've been to at least a dozen seminars that are talking about the economic impact of the healthcare disaster. Uh, and, and, and I could pull up charts, if you could see them, um, that show how we will uh, go bankrupt as a country if we don't solve this health and wellness problem. The insurance companies can't bear uh, the load and, and the government can't bear the load. Um, it is just, you know, so, so it, 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 it's one for all and all for one. Um, if you have friends, family who are, um, need, need help becoming weller, <laughs> it's my new word for the day. <laughs> we're, we're going for weller. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you know, it's, it's, First of all, it's a wonderful thing to do to help other people um, and, and makes you feel good. And secondly, it's kind of your duty. You know, there's so many problems these days in the United States and the world. It's like, but it's time that everybody takes some responsibility for that problem. And, and how about 
taking some responsibility by making yourself healthier, happier, last longer. Gee, that's a tough well, one. And it's so funny because, <laughs> you know, there are so many people out there trying to control what other people are doing, right? I'm not even going to get into on how many levels that's happening in the world right now. But if you just take a step back and focus on yourself and your individual family unit and what you can do, like you said, to make yourself healthier and happier. And, you know, if you have a family and children or a spouse or whatever, just focusing on that unit, what a ripple effect that would have in the world. Yeah. You know, so I'll tell you a dirty little secret that when I was competitive uh, horseman, um, I, I had uh, some great Olympic trainers and it was so much fun. I can't even begin to tell you, but my breakfast back then was a Kit Kat <laughs> and Diet Coke. <laughs> and I got to say, the efficacy of that is not so high. They didn't know. I didn't know. My parents didn't know. I come from a generation that 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 is, you know, that was just normal. Um, not the Kit Kat, but but not knowing. Today, we have this massive amount of knowledge and and it's pure ignorance to not seek it out and use it. And uh, and I'm not sure what the next generation after the millennials is called. But uh, I've talked to a lot of kids in that in, in that age range, and they're really mindful about, you know, is it bio alternative? You know, is it bio, how is it sustainable? Yes. Is it biodynamic? Is it, you know, it, 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 is it a free trade? And I was going to say free will. <laughs> free will that you do what you want. Well, this is, I mean, this conversation could go on and on. I love it. It may just be a topic for another day especially when you get into food policy. So you've shared so much, Adam, with our listeners. Um, so where can people find you? How can they connect, get the app? Um, I know you have a special promo for all of our listeners. Yes. So first of all, um, you, can, uh, you, you can go to the app store and get it. Um, now, the, 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 probably the best way to get it is to go to our website, though. And, uh, and our website is go know. Dot app, but if you type in the URL um, aolw dot gono dot app, um, then then you'll actually get the special promotion that comes from the Art of Living Well, um, and and so what we're doing is we're giving away the app for for one month. It is four ninety nine a month un, until you get your doctor, your your insurance company, or your uh, uh, employer to pay for it for you, and, and again, we're 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 all about that. Um, but uh, but it's well worth it, and 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 the knowledge and power you'll get is uh, um, there are medical apps out there charging sixty to eighty dollars a month that uh, uh, don't aren't as expensive as this. There is no direct competition for us. We have patents and patent pending in forty six countries, so we're the only show in town. We do not do what uh, what Fitbit and, uh, um, and and you know the body the body counters the weight counters the calorie counters. Um, there are hundreds of, of apps out there. Um, there are dozens of remarkable apps, um, and we don't do what they do, and they don't do what we do. Hopefully, we'll partner with well, them all. And in the <clears throat> what you're doing is so um, robust. I mean, I. Stephanie and I, a lot of people come to us with apps and I, I use a lot of apps and I think she uses a lot of apps and I've never seen or heard of something like this. Mm -hmm. So when she brought it to my attention, I mean, we're just very excited about it. It's really, yes. really cool what you're doing. And I love the um, component that's going to help people from all different backgrounds. That's amazing as well. Yes. Um. So Adam, as we wrap up this conversation, one question we'd like to ask all of our guests is what does the art of living well mean to you? Yeah, well, all I can say is, is, is I hope you clone yourself and, and do more of this because it's fantastic. But, you know, I absolutely love um, the name, the art of living well. Um, you're creating a functional tool for people to learn and celebrate not just living, which is insufficient, but living well, emphasis, bold, underlined, quotation marks under well, living well. At the same time, uh, living well is an art, and the word art 
reflects the reality that living well um, it, it is an art. Uh, there's great beauty and joy to be had, and, and, and living well will cause a ripple effect from you to everyone around you into the greater world. So it's just, it's such a brilliant uh, name that it reflects what you do. So what you're doing is brilliant. And uh, yeah, syndicate <laughs> this thing and, and, and podcast worldwide. Oh, please, we, we would love to. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, well, I, yes. in my former life, I was syndicated media pad. So I'll, uh, I'll send you to whoever's <laughs> going to buy it. <laughs> So we will link up everything in the show notes. So there's, you can go to the website that Adam mentioned, but all that will be in the show notes, including how you can get the, the free month of the app. And, you know, I think $5 is a very minimal amount to pay for most people. Think about all the other apps that you and your probably your kids subscribe to on a regular basis that you may not ever use. And this can be used right in your kitchen and in the grocery store. And you can, you know, give it to your, give your phone to your kids and have them scan some products too, just to and help with that education and awareness. Go get your insurance company to pay for it even better. Abs- like, well, and your, your employer. employer. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think we should turn it into a game so that actually it's, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> get the kids to uh, find the best product and, mm. and turn it into a game. Wait, hold it. Okay, don't put this on the air because yeah. that's a really good idea. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much, Adam. I'm so glad that we met. And um, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, ladies. It's been a great pleasure. <laughs> Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.